0: Guys, this is me, St- uh, Stephen Laura, and welcome to Ultimate Awesomeness. I know it's been a while since I've gotten back here, and um, there has been a few things that's coming up. Um, I'm moving to a new house. And I'll be thankful for that next month because I finally get to have time in my own office and. Um, That'd be great to be able to do videos without having the entertainment room set up around making constant noise. That's why I've been mixed, also been able to do videos as of late. So um, next month I'll be able to have my own office. So having be having that issue, which is great. So um, now I'm going back into this, and uh, the next. Book that I'm going to be reviewing now is Rat Queens, Volume One: Sass Sorcery, and um, name of the re- the title of the review is called "It's Always Sunny in Palisade." Specific reason why I did that, and um, here here I'm going to set the review as of right now. Okay. I first are the introduction then the story what I liked about the book what I didn't like and then the conclusion oh yeah and the theme as well um so yeah and uh, when I heard about um here we go when I heard about the Brad Queens being the next book to read in the Elm City comic, comic book meeting I was just sure I felt about it because I never actually heard of the book. I was very intrigued, though, because um, my fellow friends describe it as a female Dungeons and & Dragons. And if you're not very really familiar with Dungeons & Dragons is, it's a very famous tabletop RPG game. It's, its famous history leads to many forms of media, like novels, video games, comic books, films, television, you name it. It's about, there's a lot of adaptations, and it's just been all around media forms. I'm not really too familiar with Dungeons and Dragons either, but I do remember playing a very fun beat-em-up game by Capcom for the arcades. There was two of them. It came out in 1993, and the second one came out in 1996. They were pretty fun and enjoyable games. I didn't really like it. And um... Yeah, I just felt like it was a very enjoyable game. Dungeons and Dragons has been a very... Has a variety of influences over the years. I digress. Red Queens is written by Curtis J. Levitz. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not really familiar with his work at all, but It looks like he does a lot of image titles that I've not read yet. Anyways, this book has gone through a series of artist changes. The first volume goes by Rock of Church, which he had a domestic abuse history of his wife. Ouch. And then they changed the artist. I mean after that Happened, they changed the artist to Stefan Secek, but um, he had left too due to health problems. And then after that, it was Tess Flower, which left due to creative differences and some feuds with some feud about Up Church returning, which never claimed to be true. So she left after that, and then. The, the new current series artist is Owen Gunn. Has there been any problems so far to be at with this artist? So yeah, they went to about four artists. That's a lot for, for just one book. That's pretty crazy. And um... I'm not really familiar with any of these artists' works. I mean, all the four cool artists that's been on this book, I'm not really familiar with them. But, I just thought, hey, I should give you a history of artist changes that this series has gone through. And, anyways, I just want to let you know that, uh, I very much enjoy this volume a lot. It reminds me much like a, sh- um, it was always sunny in Philadelphia the TV the TV series as on FX and mainly because the characters are very dislikable they're very carefree and they have vulgar attitudes and they also do lots of drinking and drugs so um, I hope you have fun reading this review or watching this video and hopefully I'll convince you not to check the series out. The story goes, in a town of Palisades, a group of people from the town have been killed while doing their quest day jobs, and now it's up to the Rat Queens to solve their latest mystery. Now I'm going to discuss what I liked about the book. Good, um, Rat Queens turned out to be an enjoyable book. The characters are very interesting. You get to know a lot about them across five issues. The first character I will discuss is Betty. She's a very heartwarming woman. She can sometimes be a little dirty, but she's a sweet girl, even though she likes sweets herself like candy. And that's pretty funny because she's a sweet girl and she likes sweets. You get it. Um, she also loves to drink and have magic mushrooms. Um, she has an awkward feeling to her, and I can see many of the LGBT community. be proud of this character too because she's um, lesbian and uh, I really love her attitude and she's she's became my favorite character in the book. Next up is D. Funny, there's a character with that name is always Sunny in Philadelphia, but they're not very, really, they, I don't think they were that much alike. I mean, some of them. they somewhat alike, I guess. Her family believes in a giant flying squid, which she finds ridiculous and it makes her into atheists. But I wouldn't want to call her a full blown atheist because she holds on to the hope of finding God excuse me, of finding God and struggles with it every day. She kind of reminds me of my younger self of finding God. Besides that, she really tries hard and leaps forward to healing others when they're in danger. And then there's also um, Hannah. She seems to be a hard ass in the group. And to me, she's very funny. She's also very aggressive and she's currently dating Sawyer. And then lastly, there's Violet, another favorite of mine. She has a very sarcastic attitude. She believes having a beard doesn't downgrade her femininity. And she loves to flaunt her sexualness. There's also, there are the two things I love most about her. Those are the two things I love most about her. By the way, I want you to know these women I want you to know that these women may seem nice, but they are very horrible people. They are very vulgar with their words and careless about things that people normally care about. Plus, they love to drink and take drugs. Honestly, is what makes them great. It really brings off, it really brings the off-the-wall humor in this book, and a reason why I keep stating how much these. Their characters are very similar to the characters in *Always Sunny in Philadelphia*. There are there is there is other characters in this book, but I don't know much about them, and there is still a mystery to them, so there wasn't much to say about them in this volume. The story is very entertaining too. The main characters are well developed, and, ha- and it enhances the story. The humor interactions are hilariously funny, and it made me laugh all the way through. The story also provides interesting clues to the mystery, and some background stories to the characters. The action is pretty fun too, because you can see how skilled the characters are, and they also know how to do great teamwork. Each character has their own skill, or role, and they really make the other characters feel obsolete. This volume really makes the world as something you really want to dive into too. And now I'm going to talk about what I disliked about the book. And the only thing I can dislike about this volume is the art. There's some great moments, especially with the face expressions and the beauty of these women. But oftentimes the art gets very sloppy, off detailed. And there's many panels with stick figure like art. So I'm not very much a fan of Up Church's art. Makes me not care that much. when he, gets, when he gets replaced in the later volumes, at least he can draw some nice gut gushing scenes. There's a lot of gore and blood. It's very detailed when it comes to the goriness, but the action just. It's just. Uh, it gets a little sloppy. It just adds some. The goriness just adds some depth to the action, but it just doesn't stand out so well when the characters look like stick figures. And it is not really rememberable for me. This, the art doesn't really stand out for me. So I won't be sad if the, when the artist gets replaced in the later volumes. And the theme of this volume, I believe, is redemption. Because the town, especially the Rat Queens, was always screwing things around to each other. They never had any punishment for their wrongdoings. Not, not, no matter how many times they were done, they will also act foolish and mature or do whatever they please. They, ha- they also had no idea that the things they had done would have consequences. And I say this because mostly in the beginning, they were doing whatever they want. And as soon as they saw people getting killed or hurt, especially one of their own, it made them quickly realize that it wasn't their fault. And they managed to make up for it by saving the town. And they realized it was their they, they It made them quickly realize that it was their fault. And they managed to make it up for it by saving the town. Each of the rat queens even decided to make up for the things that they failed at. Like, Hannah's, she, she got respect for the people she cared about. These, hoping to believe in her faith. Um, Violet is redeeming herself by getting a beard and Betty's making up with her ex-girlfriend. Many times in life, and in, the reason why I put this um, theme is that many times in life people don't realize the consequences of their actions until the people they care about gets hurt. This happens a lot of times, especially when it comes to things gang wars. It's a never-ending game with the ways humans think, and that's the sad part of it. And now I'm going for the conclusion. I give this volume a 9 out of 10. It's a great series that makes horrible people very likable characters. And that's what's great about these characters, that they try to make up for what they've done, even though they're horrible at it. And like I said before, Rat Queens reminds me very much of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. If you love that show, then you'll definitely love this book. The humor is another great highlight of the story because of the vulgar language they use and even some of the situations or actions are so over the <laughs> are so over the top that they make you laugh on the floor. And the only downside to this specific volume is the art. It's very lacking in some detail. At least the artist makes up with some good gore and scenes. Hopefully the future artists will turn out to be better for this series than Upchurch's art style. Overall I recommend you check this series out if you like horror with people that are very quirky and vulgar at their core, and even though they come off as dislikable people the editing team, it can definitely keep you laughing, and I hope that will get you to pick up this book, and that's about it for this review. And. Yeah that's about it and I hope that I get to do more videos after this and look forward to having more time with you guys and and hopefully <clears throat> I did find a couple of guys who want to do a podcast and hopefully we get through that because you know the last people I met I I try to do a couple podcasts with didn't work out for some reason. I don't know what happened they just lost contact so um now we just I just hope that this time it gets through so look forward to that I'll talk to you about it later I'll talk to you diet guys and see you then bye